So when we talk about transferring assets, uh, the first thing that people often think about is, can I just give the money to my children or put property in my children's names? And you can do that. And sometimes it is appropriate, but most of the time I would say it's not appropriate. And the reason for that is not only does it still fall under that penalty divisor and the, the gifting look back, but there are things that are outside of your control in gifting outright to an individual. And we call those the four Ds. So let's say, for example, you gave your house to your daughter and, you know, several years down the line, she gets a divorce. You could lose your home to her divorce because that's now her assets and you have no place to live. So that's a huge issue. Uh, another issue would be a debt. So let's say your daughter um, gets in a car accident, no fault of her own. And uh, there are creditors coming after her well beyond her insurance. You could lose your house to those creditors. Um, or another thing, and I've seen this happen, is uh, somebody transfers property to a child and then that child has a disability, you know, and then they end up needing nursing home care. You could lose your property to their long-term care costs. And then, you know, probably the worst thing is your child passes away before you. Um, and then their uh, will would take precedence as far as where that property would go because they own that. So the best way to, to really transfer assets and protect yourself from all of those issues I just talked about is to set up an irrevocable trust. And really what that is, is a legal document with a set of rules that outlines um, you know, who's in charge, who can make distributions, what happens when you pass away. Um, and by putting those assets in a trust, regardless of who the trustees are or your beneficiaries, if any of those issues happened before, like divorce, debt, disability, or death, they're not impacting the trust in any way. So you could put your, your house in an irrevocable trust. This five-year look back rule still do apply regardless of an individual or a trust, um, but you're making sure that that property is protected from your long-term care. And if your child does run into any of those issues, you don't have to worry about losing your property. Now the trust does terminate when you pass away and it will have a built-in will. So it's gonna outline specifically where those assets would go when you pass away. But one of the nice things that Brittany and I see about a trust is that it is a way for you to provide for yourself during your life. And um, we have seen this so many times over the years where somebody has set up a trust and the intention was, well, we wanted to be there for our children or our spouse later on, but then they end up in an assisted living facility. And like I mentioned, that's all private pay. Well, the children, the beneficiaries of the trust could, could choose to use that trust to pay for assisted living. Um, and so that's a, a really great way that a trust has, has benefiting them for long-term care. A trust is kind of like a vehicle. It can be customized based on your, your personal needs. So like Brittany said, uh, when we meet with clients, we talk about what their goals are, we talk about what their um, specific assets are, and then we're gonna help them develop the trust based on their specific goals. 
because a, a, a trust really doesn't have any value until it is funded. So when you think about that legal document, we can set that up, but then it actually has to own something. So it's kind of like putting gasoline in a car. It doesn't really go anywhere until you, you put the fuel into it. So with a trust, we can put real estate in a trust, bank accounts, investments, life insurance. Uh, we cannot put uh, vehicles in a trust, nor can we put retirement accounts in a trust. We can name a, a trust as a beneficiary of a retirement account, and we often do that in a pre-planning uh, recommendation. And then the other thing about a trust is a trust actually needs to have somebody who is in control of it, kind of like the driver of a car. So the trustee is the person who is in control of decisions um, about a trust. And the nice thing about the trust that we set up here at the law firm is that you can actually be your own trustee, which is a very powerful position for you to be in because you could transfer your house, but you're still 100% in control of managing that property, making decisions to sell that property, buy other property, or if you put money in a trust, you're making all the investment decisions and your assets can still remain with the current financial advisor that you use. Um, you have the ability to move it from one financial firm to another. Um, so there are a, a lot of benefits with the trust and control that you do keep with that. So the objectives for establishing a trust would be to avoid probate. So probate is really um, the operation where when you pass away, your executor um, has to put your will and file at the courthouse and report assets that you own. Now a trust is not gonna be subject to the probate rules. Um, so that is, is definitely one of the objectives. Um, and the biggest objective is really going to be long-term care protection. So you're trying to protect those assets from a long-term care cost in a skilled nursing facility. The other objective that we um, often use trust for is controlled gifting. So let's say you have a child who um, maybe isn't very good at managing money and you're concerned about them getting you know, $300,000 from your estate and then just blowing it. You can set up a trust that would continue after your, your life, um, and it would have terms of how distributions would be made to that beneficiary. And that's very custom customizable. So we would uh, help you figure out the best way to set that up, and, and then it would be something that would follow them throughout their life. Um, another objective would be to reduce your exposure to federal state tax. And so um, and that's really where about 40% of your estate would be subject to a federal tax when you pass away. Now, that's not something we worry about too much right now because you'd have to have over $11 million um, at the time of your death in order for that tax to be imposed. Um, but those laws are always subject to change. So when we are taking a look at your assets and, um, and concerns that you have, we are going to look at that as a potential issue, uh, depending on what the law is at that point. Um, and as Brittany had talked about, another objective to a trust is to make sure that beneficiaries who are on disability benefits or public benefits can still receive an inheritance, but keep those benefits. 
Um, and then, you know, the other thing is kind of like the controlled gifting. It does allow you to really manage your assets upon death. It, it, it outlines very specifically within the document what happens with those assets and who they go to.